You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, The Nest. My girlfriend and I were reading the back of the raid can. The pesticide. This one was designed for yellow jackets specifically because that's what I saw out the window. Earlier that day, it wasn't just 10 or 20. It wasn't just, you know, a few. There was like 50 or 60 to 100 yellow jackets. I mean, these specimens, these incredibly determined manifestation of nature just found some little hole in the siding and somehow didn't just build a nest. These these fucking creatures built a civilization in the side of my siding. They were inside the siding. And I had to protect my house. And so we got this this spray and it didn't have the little straw. It was just like a 30-foot range. We paid for the 30-foot range for the spray and at the 25, paid the extra few bucks. And we were preparing to go in the night. We were preparing to, to attack and protect the house. So we're reading the back of this thing and it was very dramatic. It's like approach the wasp nest very calmly, quietly. Don't make any sudden moves. Don't shine light directly at the wasp nest. Don't disturb them. Wait until dusk to where they're very docile and then attack. So I get dressed up. I got a hoodie on. I got a, I got a scarf. I look like I'm going into modern warfare. I got boots, layers, gloves. I don't want to be attacked. I'm ready to go at it. And so the first night I approached the wasp's nest like four or five times, I get scared. I have to do some self-talk. I'm not sure if, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Okay, if you just be careful. Okay, come back here, Aaron. You can do it. And then I'm like, do it, do it, do it, do it. I pump myself up and I run up to where I think the hole is and I spray about five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Then I run away. Don't see anything. And then I just get scared and I do the 30-foot range and I spray this pesticide. And all of a sudden the expanding foam starts happening. It's like a big cloud of pesticide unfortunately, and inconveniently placed right next to the air conditioning vent. So we turned the air off as not to poison us or the children in the house. But this, this cloud formed and it was right, it was covering where the entry point is, where these, where these yellow jackets were. And, and I thought there's no way that they get, can, can survive the night. There's no way. Next morning I wake up, I'm having my coffee. I'm talking with my girlfriend and we're talking about the yellow jackets. And she says, I hope those weren't honeybees. I said, I don't think they were honeybees. I mean, I, I looked at them. We took pictures of this thing. We did surveillance. I said, I don't think they're honeybees. I think they were clearly yellow jackets because she said, you know, if they're honeybees, we can't just try to kill these things. And if we did, we've, we've now contributed to the downfall of mankind. Because as, as we both knew that we watched documentaries and we did research, that honeybee population is going down. And if it keeps going down, it could threaten humankind because of the pollination. I didn't want that on our conscience. But then when we looked outside, after the night of spraying, we didn't have anything to feel guilty about because they were yellow jackets and there was twice as many. And so earlier tonight, I got geared up again and we got a new pesticide. This one illegal in some markets. I'm serious. You're not supposed to use this shit, but I was so determined. I didn't spray it in the air. Didn't, I just had to get, I had to win. It was man versus nature. 
Okay. They were threatening our lives. I had to protect this house. I had to somehow explore my masculinity and the home, home experience of being a guy in his thirties. All these things came together. Plus I just don't want to get stung by yellow jackets. And so I took the little straw of this new pesticide and earlier tonight I get geared up and I walk over to it two or three times. I'm trepidatious, but I walk over and I find this little hole and I push the straw in there and I squeeze about six times boop, 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 powder, powder, these things, just explosions of, 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 of poisonous powder. And I could just imagine it going inside and flooding everywhere they're living is just genocide of yellow jackets. And then I ran, I ran away as quick as I could because I'm scared as shit. And I looked for any activity, didn't see anything. So I went back again, found the hole, push it in, powdered them up again. Then all of a sudden, two or three yellow jackets, yellow jackets come out of the hole. I see them. I run away. I leave the pesticide and the straw in there. I run back inside and I see yellow jackets. I see them flying around and they're discombobulated. They're all crazy because they're dying. Their organs are just liquefying and they're falling to the ground. And I should have felt bad because I always was raised not to kill any living thing, but they were threatening us. Isn't that how nature goes? It's a weird balance of trying to understand loving and kindness and at the same time realizing that nature is just a bunch of living sentient creatures just trying to figure out a way to survive. Even things that are living, quote unquote, like viruses and, and bacteria, we're all in a race to be able to exist. And sometimes that means we have to use each other to exist and sometimes that means we clash. And I have a humbleness for nature, a true humbleness for nature. Because I know how powerless really I am without technology, without a spray can, without a house that divides me, without history, really history of human beings figuring out a way to lift us out of the dirt, lift us out of the jungles with this technology and these structures to divide us and separate us from these, from these creatures. And still we're battling them. But who knows in the future, some of those things could go away or maybe it'll be an equal playing field. Maybe the pesticides won't work anymore. Maybe our civilization will crumble and we'll be at the mercy of these yellow jackets or any other kind of bug. Just like they were back in the day, if you were just living and living in a hut, you couldn't do anything about it. You just had to figure out a way to survive yourself by any means necessary. I just hope that if somehow I'm at the mercy of a yellow jacket in the future, They'll just know I was doing everything I could to protect my family. And hopefully when I wake up tomorrow, in this situation, they'll all be dead. For more 7-Minute Stories, go to AaronCalafato.net or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening!